0: Welcome back in Main Street Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Chris Yao alongside Mo Patton. J.P. Plant on the controls. We're coming to you live from Columbia here in The Dimple.
1: You know, I have never heard anybody else refer to this as The Dimple other than friend of the show, Chip Walters. I saw it somewhere else the other day, Really, like on a mural or something. So I guess it is a thing. Oh, I'm sure it's a thing. I've just never heard anybody else refer to it as that.
0: I wonder if Bernard Childress Uh, refers to it as the dimple or has ever heard it referred to as the dimple.
1: I doubt that Bernard refers to it as the dimple. He might've heard it, but I doubt that he does. Current TWSAA executive director,
0: Bernard Childress, at least for the next (laughs) 28 28 days. days. Joining us now on Main Street Sports today, <laughs> Coach, have you ever heard so, Columbia referred to as the dimple of the universe?
2: Absolutely.
0: It is. Say so, there
2: you go. I mean, you're right. I don't refer to it. But, <laughs> Maurice, I was just going to say when I was listening to that, what you don't know will make a new world. You know that. Oh. So. <laughs> oh, uh, no so, doubt. Yes, it is. It is the <laughs> dimple of the universe.
1: That's my personal opinion. Yeah, Coach. <laughs> what, what 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 is what is the countdown? We we said twenty eight days. What exactly is the countdown?
2: It's amazing that people have asked me that. I had probably three people asked me that on yesterday. A friend of mine even called me and said, "You know what today is, don't you?" I was like, yeah, "I think I do." It's <laughs> like uh, it's Wednesday. No, 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 no. I, it's uh, it's June the first. I was like, "Yeah, I know that too." <laughs> it's like, what happens in June? I, and I'm thinking, maybe I'm missing something here. I think everybody's counting down the days with the exception of me. I said from the very beginning that I would never do that. you all said 28 days. I mean, you're right, but I'm not sitting here in my office every day. Wherever I'm working from, counting down the days to June 30th. June thirty is 27, 27
0: days and two hours. Yeah. Well, well, the thing okay. about that—the thing about that, Bernard—is you're you not counting it that, down.
1: Okay, <laughs> yeah. you're not counting it down because you enjoy your job.
2: Well, that's true, I, I, and 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 I'm leaving in a good place now. And, and, and you know, I'm just still doing what I normally do every single day, enjoying working with the staff. And like I said from the very beginning, I'm leaving feeling like. I left this place in a better place than I found it, and that's what you always want to do. And people here at the staff are saying we don't want you to go. I think that's better than them saying, <laughs> "Man, I What is he waiting on?" <laughs> you know. <laughs> so I'm still enjoying it. I'm gonna enjoy it all the way through June 30.
1: That's great, Bernard Childress. The as Chris said, the current executive director of the. Tennessee Secondary Schools Athletic Association. Hashtag and still. And still. <laughs> um, set to retire on June 30th. And I, I had the pleasure of speaking to your wife, Pinky, last week, Bernard, over at Spring Fling at the Softball State Tournament. And she was telling me that um, your last official act will take place during the um, NFHS annual convention, I think she said, in Phoenix. At the end of the month, you will be helping honor – um. Longtime Clark Range girls basketball coach Lamar Rogers. Uh, is that is that correct? Yeah, all right on that.
2: That's correct. She's correct, and it, it, it it's in San Antonio.
1: Yes, and in, you okay. know,
2: I, yeah, and and I debated because of the the actual he's been is a extreme honor to be inducted into the national the National Federation Hall of Fame. Tremendous honor for Coach Rogers and his family well-deserved. We've been trying to get him in, you know, to the Federation Hall of Fame for about five years now. And, um, you know, Mark and I talked and we talked to the board and they said to me, Bernard, we really wish that you would go. We know how hard you and the staff have worked on this. We think that you deserve the opportunity to hang the medal around his neck, whether it be as the director on the 30th or whether it be as the the outgoing director on July July the 1st, we want you to do this and we will appreciate your consideration. So, I mean, how do you you turn that down? You know, I said, of course I will do it. I'll I'll be honored to do it. I think so. So that would be my last official Duty, And I kind of teased with Mark and the staff. I said, now, look, I'm retired on June 30th at midnight. When you all see me at the summer meeting on July the 1st, do not ask me any T-Double questions, okay? <laughs> I, said, Cause I won't know the answer. As a matter of fact, my my response would probably be, what is T-Double Can you explain to me what that is? I said, I would have amnesia. At right, midnight on June thirtieth, I will have amnesia. Okay.
1: <laughs> at twelve oh one on July first, somebody's going to take one of those wands like Will Smith had in, um, Men, oh, in Black Men in Black, and just red dot. dash it in front of yeah. Bernard's face, and he's going to forget everything. Um, Bernard, and
2: that and I, and, I, and I can tease with them like that because they know that's not my personality. You
1: know, I'm going to do everything I can to
2: make sure that we continue to succeed, do do things that we need to do for young people. And say my, I told them, I said, my email would change, but my telephone number will never change. If you need me for anything, all you got to do is call me.
1: Now, when you said that, were you saying that just to them? Because i got your phone number too, Bernard.
2: Yeah, <laughs> well, you can keep my phone number because, you know, okay. I do you like I do now. I look up and it says MoPad and I'm like, I
1: don't think I want to talk to him right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, take a ticket, take a seat, because there, there's a long line oh, of folks God. along those lines. But Bernard, I wanted to I ask, ask you. I, I know you are. I know it. Hey, last week, I mean, you had to be wanting to run the run the calendar forward a little bit, the way things were going. That one that one day in particular during spring fling, I would think.
2: First time in 26 years uh, that we have had that type of weather. I do not remember ever having to call off an entire day. It was very challenging. We got through it. But, yes, it's like But you look back and you say, we've been very fortunate during spring cleaning. We've had some Mm -hmm. delays, but nothing like we had the last week and the challenges that we had. But I have to say that everyone, fans, especially the coaches and the and the players, having to come out there, sit in the dugout, hoping to get played, especially softball and baseball, where we just didn't have any tarps. I mean, baseball had talks, but it, it was still bad. And the rain looked like it was going to never stop. And then when we delayed the tournament until the next day, uh, they said, Hey, we're going to do, give us a schedule. We're going to do what we need to do. You can't control the weather. They were very accommodating. The fans were very accommodating and we appreciated that. We as a staff was very frustrated trying to get everything done, but it worked out and, it, and with the help of everybody involved.
0: You know that's kind of one of the things that yeah, you know, and I, I joked with you in the press box of the softball, <laughs> yeah. g- tournament that you know clearly, they just wanted you to work a couple extra days because it wasn't quite hey, your yeah, time, you and and so it, it 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 wasn't quite your time, so it, I'm sure that it was a struggle, but also, you know, it, it kind of. Allowed you a little extra time to take that in and some, and some, you know, obviously a little bit of stress to go along with it. Nothing's going to come easy, not even in retirement.
2: Uh, you're exactly right. You did. <laughs> I think you kind of <laughs> labeled Saturday as Bernard's Day or something like this. <laughs> Ber- so Bernard we Childers. <laughs> yeah. And I said, uh, uh, but again, everything worked out. It did give me an opportunity. To to spend another day with people who I have been involved with, you know, for, you know, for my entire career here at T-W-S-A-A. And, uh, you know, working on Saturday did not bother me one bit. It does not bother any of our staff. We, even, staff. we even ended up having to have a baseball game on Sunday afternoon. You all know. Uh mm-hmm. We work seven days a week nine anyway. So it, 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 we're just glad it worked out and that we didn't have to come into this week. Our, our big concern was all of these teams and kids, especially coaches having to find something for kids to do in a hotel extra days, having the expense of paying for the team to stay there. Uh, they didn't seem to mind do whatever we needed them to do. And we appreciated that so
1: much. Bernard Childress, executive director of the TWSWA, with us here on Coach's Corner, presented by From the Heart Cafe over in Chapel Hill. Renee Hart and her fine folks taking care of diners from across Middle Tennessee, headed to Henry Horton, headed from Henry Horton, or just headed to From the Heart. Um, so yeah, it's it, worth the trip on its own, absolutely. So, we appreciate from the heart for bringing us Coach's Corner here on Main Street Sports today and for bringing us Bernard Childress. Bernard, um, I, as you get ready to step down on June 30th and hand this thing off to Mark Reeves on July 1st, as you look at the high school landscape, what do you feel like will be One of his biggest challenges as he takes this thing over.
2: Uh, Yeah, that's a great question, and I talked to Mark about this. I said, let's let's deal with first of all not national challenges, but let's deal with the challenges that we have here in the state of Tennessee, and uh, so we got to put our kids first. So what I see that coming up really, really soon. Is that we're going to have to look at a way to add both boys and girls lacrosse. We have classification, and you know that's always a challenge. We have classification, reclassification next year. And Mark and I sit down and worked on that uh, with Bradley quite a bit yesterday. Uh, another big issue that's going to uh, come down the road uh, for him, just here in the state of Tennessee, is how are you going to deal with Name, image, and likeness. So we already have some states now that have put in policies, and we're beginning to get more and more questions from our schools. Is what can we do? What can't can't we do? That's a national issue that's not going away, and it's probably going to be a big issue for him. We also have, and the Tennessee Titans have done such a fantastic job uh, in Williamson County, also in. Uh, with girls' flag football, I've gotten calls from all across the state, from schools and school people saying, "Hey, I know they were just uh, piloting the program in Williamson County, uh, but we want to be involved in this." So with all of that going on, they again, we're going to be looking at how do we implement girls flag football, how we implement boys and girls across, how do we implement possibly indoor track? And what I've said to Mark is we can sanction sports without having a championship. And I think that's where he needs to go with the council and looking at how many teams do we actually need participating. We can sanction the sport. We can have invitationals like we did with girls wrestling. Uh, until we get enough teams to qualify for a state a state championship. But what is that percentage? I think that needs to go into bylaws pretty quickly because we have some sports that are, uh, you know, coming down the road. And he's going to, uh, the staff here is going to have to address that with our board and council. So all of these things he is aware of. Uh, but that's what I see as the challenges going forward.
1: Bernard, let me ask you, um, since the new classification system came in for basketball, baseball, softball, what Mm -hmm. is the reaction that you've heard? I mean, are we – do you see four classes sticking around past this period?
2: Well, you know, uh, Maurice, you know it's hard to give something and then take it away. Uh, we're going to have a study session next Tuesday and just talk to the board about what we've heard, try to get their feedback on what they've heard. But the positive side of it, in bringing eight teams, eight more teams, we had kids to be able to experience something that they never have experienced in their lives because we had you know, additional eight teams to come, uh, to our state tournament, uh, mm-hmm. in basketball, baseball, and softball. The negative that we've heard, and I think we've all heard that is the district, the more classes you add, districts and regions, the more travel you're going to have during regular season, especially during postseason, uh, so we've heard that quite a bit is that we're traveling too far for a district game uh, during the regular season where well, you wanted four classes. And that's what the maps look like. Now we have a plan that we're going to discuss next week with them that kind of shortens that distance, but it's, it's not something that I can talk to. It's pretty complicated. We're trying to simplify it. <laughs> We're trying to simplify it so we and get those numbers closer together and if we can get the numbers, you know, enrollment numbers closer together for class one A, two A, three A and four A, then we can get schools uh, traveling, you know, hopefully less during the regular season and during postseason. I just simply said to him, I said, Guys, you're complaining about travel, but call your division to uh, partners or associates in your area and ask them how far they have to travel, during, especially during postseason. So it's no different. But we've got to come up with a way if we possibly can. And I don't know if the board will ever be interested in what we plan to propose, but um, we've got to come up with a way not just in division one but in division two is try to get get our kids off the road so much. You know, they mm-hmm. they are it they this is educational athletics and they're students first. And I just have a problem with uh, kids having to travel from Chattanooga to Memphis and I'm talking division two now. Mm-hmm. But we have some in division one that are traveling a long way, even across uh time zones and then to play a tennis match and try to get back to go to school, whether it's the next day or the day after. we got we got to concentrate on what can we do as an organization to cut down on that as much as possible.
0: There you go. I, you know, travel is always the big issue. And in a state like Tennessee that is – Parts of it are closer to Canada than it is other parts of the state. It makes it a little difficult. Absolutely. So it it's Indeed. certainly a unique situation that you guys have and have dealt with. I think admirably over the years. So well done, uh, making it work the best you can. And and I'm I know you guys are always like you say like you always say you're you're always doing the best you can for the kids. And uh, let the adults complain all they want, but <laughs> it's all about the kids, and and we know that, and we appreciate everything that you've done, uh, especially keeping them safe this past week at Spring Fling, and I, I hope you enjoyed that uh, that extra Bernard Childress Day.
2: Well, I appreciate you saying that, Chris, and I, uh, and you're right. I came into this position. I came to the FAA, I started my career. 41 years ago in education and my mentality has always been, and I've told you and you all heard me say this many times, I get up every morning and I ask God to give me the strength and courage to do his will for young people. And as long as I trust him to show me the way, I can't worry about what adults say. I really feel like we've done the best we can for young people, that's our charge. We are supposed to be enhancing the education of young people through sports and doing everything that we can to make sure that whatever experience they have, uh, as far as the TFAA experience or athletic experience is concerned, that it's a positive experience and something that they can remember for the rest of their lives. Uh, I came into this organization. I came into education that way and I will leave that way. And I've told Mark, the same thing, and I said, you don't have to pray the prayer that I pray every morning, but you need to make sure that you're trusting God to show you the way to help young people. That's your charge.
1: Nobody's done it better than Bernard Childress, the outgoing TWSAA executive director, in that position for another Twenty-eight days, twenty-seven uh, days, and and, and an, and hour, an hour, and hour and a half. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Bernard, thank you I'm, so much I'm, for joining. Oh,
2: go ahead. I'm gonna let you all count down the days. Maybe y'all can call me.
1: You know, give me a call. Oh, let so let I got
2: know. my number. Give me a call and say, let me know how much time I have left. Okay. <laughs> you know, it,
1: it would be my honor to do so. Bernard Childress joining us here. On Coach's Corner, presented by From the Heart Cafe over in Chapel Hill, he may be dropping through there now because he's got some extra time on his hands starting July 1. Bernard, thank you so much.
2: Hey, thank you all so much. And I, I cannot leave without telling you again how much we as a staff appreciate the job that you all have done and the media all across Tennessee to promote our young people. I go to national meetings all the time. And I can tell you, it's not like that in many other states. Even some of our surrounding states, we've had an outstanding relationship with the media, and I know that will continue. Just thank you. It's all certainly so much our for intent.
1: It's certainly our intent to continue it, and so we're we're going to put it on mark to uh, <laughs> to see whether it does or not. Now I'm sure it'll be fine. But thank you again, Bernard, and and I'm, I hope to see you in retirement and um you and you and your lovely wife and and that grandson who i'm told yeah. runs the children's household
2: well yeah he thinks he does i mean yeah he <laughs> he he gives a lot of orders and then we got the granddaughter if she comes up like him well we're gonna we gonna have our, our our work cut out for us because you know everything is we need to do this we need to do it boy four years old let me tell you what we need
1: (laughs) (laughs) good luck with that sir we appreciate you
2: thank you thank you all all so much good talking to you always yes sir
0: yes sir all right let's hand out some hardware real quick before we uh, take our final break of the day and here we go the end to win life team of the week presented by custom stone handlers ned rich fantastic folks Look at there. we got a little graphic, Mo.
1: Yeah, we got there
0: we co-winners.
1: Go. There we go. Yeah,
0: It's kind of hard to I, give one and not give the other.
1: Well, it's tough to to give one award when you've got two state champions. Yeah, and, and both of which didn't lose yeah. at any point. Yeah, so, so to the Columbia Academy Lady Bulldogs softball team and to the Summertown Lady Eagles tennis team. That's it. The latter of which was back-to-back. Well, no. No, no, no. The team the, was not. The, team the doubles was not. team was. Yeah, there we go. Okay, thanks for clearing that up for me. Yeah, congratulations to CA Softball and to Summertown Girls Tennis. That's right. And our MTBJ
0: Player of the Week, Mo goes to none other than Malia Hardy,
1: because what else she going to do? All she did was set a state tournament home run record with Six. Bat at 700. In three games. In three games. Well, two and a half. Almost. <laughs> and, and and I don't know what her slugging percentage was, but she has six home runs and a double in 10 at-bats. Yeah, it's uh, uh, probably
0: about 2.1, if I had to guess. It's, it's, it's give or take 2.1. It's
1: up there. It's, it's, it's up north up of there. two. Eight, and that's all four. you need to know. It's north of two. Scored eight runs, drove in
0: 12. That's unreal. In three games. Yeah. Congratulations, Malia, for your Player of the Week honor. All right, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we had a couple of coaching changes here in Southern Middle Tennessee. We had a baseball coach hired and a football coach hired this week, so we'll talk about those as well. Stick around. Main Street Sports Day presented by Mid-Tennessee and Joint. Back after this.